Hey, welcome back, Cheers. survivors, Cheers. to Surviving the Badge Losers. Bar. Tonight we're going to have an interesting topic. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about old school police work versus new school police work and the pitfalls of each and so on and so forth. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to hear some war stories and uh, some scary stories and whatever else. So stick around. We will be right back. All right, welcome back. Let's so get LT, rolling, Camille. LT, um, who do you know that still carries a a, a flapjack or a, a flat? Uh, what is it? A slapjack. Slapjack. Flapjacks. Yeah. Nobody that I'm aware of. I, I think uh, my partner Jim McDonald was the last <laughs> I one. Was Jim McDonald. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. He was the last one. So I talk I about old school. Any, it, any, is there any agency that still allows that? <laughs> I, don't I don't think, think they our were agency since like the seventies or eighties. <laughs> LT, what is a slapjack? Slapjack is a piece of leather, basically, and inside of it, leg. at the bottom of it, it has a piece of lead at the bottom, and it is a pretty steep, stiff piece of leather, and it's about yay long, and it's got a little strap on the back, and you put your hand through it, and boy, you could wear somebody's ass out with it, I'll tell you that. When, when, when I was on FTO, I saw that, and I'm like, you know, they did not mention that in the academy at all. <laughs> we didn't have a class on the slapjack. Yeah, Jimmy was famous for carrying a slapjack. But I'll tell you what, it was heavy duty enough. You could bust a damn window, the old style windows and stuff with it. I mean, it was it was useful. And you could tune yeah, you could somebody's that with kneecap up now. with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. They're... The windows. I've done. I've done a side window with an asp. Yeah, it's hard. You got to hit them down in the corner right. somewhere. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I've absolutely. had the asp bounce off a window four or five times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For sure. It's, it was easy. You know, guys would strike it open with the asp open, and they would strike it, and it wasn't any good. The best luck I had was to keep it closed because it had a round ball on the end. Keep it closed and take it and just punch it like that into the corner of the window, and almost every time it would bust. One agency was breaking a window, and they had a little spring-loaded thing that, oh, yeah. that broke the corner of the... Well, now all you have to do is just... there. You don't have to pull them or nothing. You just push them right on there, and the little point goes inside, and it reaches a point, and then it just shoots out. Pow! And it center pops punch. them. Yeah. Like, bam. Yeah, center, yeah, center, center punch. punch. Yeah. Okay. Bam, it'll take them out. All right, all right, so we're talking about old school... Yeah, obviously old LT, old school. Uh, all John of us, and I, new all school. Of us. Oh, bullshit. God, <laughs> I, I'm probably transitional. School. Is there a middle school? Transitional school. Well, no, we're okay with that. John we're okay cannot with that. be old school at all. He can't even have a foot in old school because he never carried a revolver. Truth. Right? Truth. Only people who carried a revolver <laughs> can claim one. old school. I, I did qualify. <laughs> In the academy, I had to qualify on both um, revolver and uh, semi. All right, so let's 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 break that down a little further. Did you have to qualify from the fifty-yard line? Yes. Oh. Okay. Ah, where'd you go? Daytona. Oh, okay. They're different. I don't. Well, I remember at Seminole you didn't have to. Seminole we did. Not from the fifty. Yeah. Well, the revolver oh, from yeah, the we fifty. Did. You're right. Yeah, we yeah. did from the revolver. You're right. <laughs> we had to do prone. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, it was prone. Yeah, yeah. but you, at least you got to lay down. Yeah, right. Have a little support. You weren't yards. just standing there like this. Fifty Weaver yards stands. with the revolver. Remember the <laughs> Weaver? Yes. <laughs> then the modified Weaver and all that. No. Oh my God. Um, if so you, funny. if I would say that revolver is pretty, uh, a pretty good signify of old school. Yeah. And you know what? Or, I don't or know. a uh, what about car? What do you think old school car? Old school car would be one of the old Dodges, Dodge not the Diplomat, diplomat no? but, but before that, the, the Plymouth St. Regis, 
the coronets. You want to do the... a quiz on police cars? We already did, and I won. <laughs> yeah. John Coronet. You ready? You've been practicing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been researching. Hey, let me tell you something. My dad brought home, I think it was like a 1973 or 74 Chevy Nova four-door. And it had a um, 350 in it, you know, four-barrel and all. And he goes, man, this thing's fast. He goes, the only problem is you can't take off with it and, and put your foot in the gas or it just spins and spins and spins because oh, they were real light in the ass, yeah, right? you know, and them old Novas would spin like crazy. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of old, the old Impalas. I mean, you go way back, you know, the old Fords and stuff, right? Fair lanes and Model T. <laughs> but talk about old school. So when I went through the Academy, it was 1984 and I went through in 88 and you? 97. Yeah, he's new school. He's new school. 98. <laughs> he's so, transition school. Yeah, he's transition. <laughs> so when I went through, it was wheel guns. It was, you know, Dodge Dodge Diplomats. It was um, Chevy Impalas. Um, East cars. For police, huh? The, the East Roll. No, that came well, later. That came later. That came in 94, 93, 94. But yeah. Um, but, you know, we had, it was funny because when you go into the agency, you would check out a portable radio. And then you would check out another portable radio and you would put one in the charger in the car and one in your belt. And you had no shoulder mic at all and no earpiece, none of that shit. So everything that was coming out of the speaker, everybody on scene heard. Right. And uh, and if you to, didn't want to take it out, you'd call, you'd push the button and, all right, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. You know, and it sounded like a speakerphone, the old speakerphone. But, you know, and, and I watched a Sergeant old Dick Melton. Yep. And he would cup his hand, and I'm like, what are you doing, Sergeant? And he goes, so I can hear this damn thing, so I got to pull it out of my waist. And I went, damn, that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, and then we finally got shoulder mics. But, you know, you would take them out midway through the shift, and you would switch them. So one was charging, and you had a fresh, you know, charged portable on your on How your belt. How long was the string on those things? The string. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what's funny is, is, you know, the agency that I retired from, I was a dispatcher there. And in the early years, my dad worked there. He worked for my dad. But I'm talking like 81, 82. Um, they didn't have repeaters on their radios. Right. So everything that was said on their portable or, or especially on their portable, the only people that could hear that were the dispatchers in the comm center. The other officers had no idea that they were talking on the radio because they could not hear them. So if they were yelling for help, for instance – the dispatcher would get that information, then would have to try and relay that information to the officers that needed to go back him up. They could not hear that. We didn't have computers. We didn't have none of that shit. No GPS on the cell phones. I had a pad and a piece of paper sitting on my freaking dash. And it, sometimes it was suction cup to the window. And the dispatcher would give you an address. And you'd have to write that shit down. Or or how old school. Which how really old school, sucks if you're left-handed. Right. Yeah. I've got to tell <laughs> yeah. you something. You have to stick it to your side window. How old school is this? <laughs> All right. I'll take the information. And you're writing in your palm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I, Police officer's <laughs> notebook. The best yeah, one ever. <laughs> when I first started, I literally had notes going like up to here. Yeah. Hey, uh, right down, you know, 
Unit miracles, addresses. Yeah, no. unit five carry. You know, uh, copy of burglary. Okay, go with the address. No, always, always. <laughs> then you go to the bathroom, you wash your hands, you try to rub the old ones off, you have room to write the new ones. <laughs> Turn it the was page. crazy, man. It was crazy. And I used to you know, and then my kids were writing on themselves, <laughs> and I'd come home with ink all over. It's like, Daddy. And then handwritten reports. I mean, I wrote. All of my reports for the first 10 years of my career, everything was handwritten. I, when I worked for an agency north of here, we were able to dictate into a small little recorder on the small little micro cassettes. And, and we have the form sitting in front of us and we would say, okay, number one, date and time. Number two, you know, locate, incident location. And we'd have to say all that and then we would turn the cassette tape Put the report number on a little piece of sticky paper, turn it in, and records department would have to sit in there and transcribe our entire reports for us. Uh, but when I went to the agency I retired from, we didn't have that. You hand wrote every single report. So I'd bring in, the, as you all remember, the yep. big report folder, the big metal folder. Yep. Open it up. You got 28,000 reports in there. You go out there and say, okay, ma'am. And if you effed up, there were three copies. If you effed up, yep. you had to start all over. There wasn't a whiteout. No, you, you can't use that. whiteout. And if you made a small mistake by like a letter, you could you could do a little slash through it initial. Right. I have my students not handwrite the reports. Not in training though. Oh hell no, not in training. <laughs> not training. No, that that's shit crazy. had to be perfect. <laughs> but my I have my students handwrite their reports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and they, I mean, hate how, they, they hate it. And they hate it. But you it. know what? We we visited a an agency. And they were complaining to the lieutenant who was given the tour. They're like, yeah, Mr. Long makes his right handwriting. And he's like, good. You should learn how to handwrite a report first Absolutely. before you use a computer. That brings me back, you know, kind of old school, new school. And we didn't have no spell check on our phone. <laughs> you know, did not. The one time the, the computer program we had, um, the software was down. And I'm still out <laughs> patrolling and all that stuff. You know, but when the software is down, you, you know, handwriting reports, you got to handwrite reports. And I see this one deputy hiding, not hiding, but, you know, just parked behind a shopping center. You know, so I stopped by, we talked to him and stuff like that. And, you know, hey, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, nothing. I can't do anything. I don't have a computer. I'm like, what? You can still do police work. What did work. they do before computers? Yeah, you, you don't need a computer to do police work. <laughs> yes, we invented police work in the in the 90s. <laughs> you know, and then another time I was at the jail, and the chief judge had said had issued an order that all reports, all arrest reports, had to be done on our computer software. Software was down. And that's on. I, he can't I, mandate that. Well, I, I said, you know, well, I'm, you know. I'll, I'll handwrite an arrest report. Yeah. They're like, you can't do that. They won't, they won't accept it at jail. They will. Yeah, they, they told me one time that, and, I, and one of my officers called me, and I said, you tell them that the statute says they will accept a report from the arresting officer and the prisoner per statute. Right. And, and the lieutenant I, was I on duty went, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah, okay, well, I'm somebody like, called me. I know. I'm like, hey, I'm just here's what I'm going to do. You know, statute says I have to provide you with probable cause affidavit. 
Right. Here they it is. Set my affidavit and my prisoner. Yep. Yes, sir. So another old troopers used to yep. run in that all the time. You have to have it on our form. Troopers said, no, sir. Florida State statute says I will submit to you a written yep. arrest affidavit with probable cause and my prisoner. Yeah. And you will take him. And boy, they used to get pissed, boy. <laughs> now, when I was with the state, I did use the counties whenever I was down in Miami. Or of course. I'd use that county's arrest report. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's easy. It's right but, there. It's right but there. we're talking about technology. It, it failed. Right. And you're like, well, you can't do your Still job. Still got to take care of business. Yeah. So you know. moving on from reports, I remember when we got, you know, the newer cars and they had some of the newer gear and the new light bars and everybody wanted to put, you know, the biggest, baddest light bars on there and the most <laughs> lights and everything. That was kind of funny. But then I remember um, when we transitioned from, and we covered this on the last show a little bit, so I won't go into it in detail, from the wheel gun or the revolver to the semi-automatics, you yep. know, that was a big transition. Then we went to computer-aided dispatch and, and reports. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, you remember when we carried wheel guns, we carried 357 Magnums, and yep. we were outside, and it was a multi-agency. I don't know if you were there. It was a multi-agency night fire. And there was like four or five different agencies. We were there, and they're all everybody had semi-autos except for us. Right, and you're it's like, like reload, <laughs> boom! This big old flame coming out, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> From yeah. the revolver, yeah. <laughs> play back the Dirty Harry movies, and that sound that <laughs> that was right? us, yeah. yeah. And their hairs parting on the side. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, um, so much for your night vision when the flame comes out at the end of that son of a bitch. So what? Yeah. Are, what about um, pepper spray versus tasers? When did when did tasers come in? Um, early two thousands, probably. Yeah. So somewhere in there. Because I didn't. I know I left. I left in two thousand one. Yeah. To go to the state, and yeah. we didn't have tasers yet. Well, yeah. I think we so got them oh five oh six somewhere in that and in it's general area. Still all about. But we were memory behind. when you're doing that job, right? It's all about muscle memory and stuff like that. Yep. And I almost always forgot I had a taser. Okay. Because for the first five to seven years of my job, yep. never had a taser. So I always went hands-on. Right. You know, but one of the best things was, you know, my when I have three daughters, my oldest daughter, one of her first boyfriends, you know, have you ever tased anyone? Uh, speaking, I of, I, speaking of that, I know the three of us have never taken anybody to task um, physically, but old school cops used to whoop some ass. Well, I, I did have people I arrested ask me, can you just take me behind the... <laughs> He's I, never. Okay. <laughs> no, can you no I've over? never. What's the statute of limitations? <laughs> I, I've never. <laughs> but they asked me to take me take him behind the business and beat beat the shit out of him and, then, and not take him to jail. Right. right. Yeah. No, but with cameras and all that stuff, oh, you we can't, can't do... do any of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and we were talking not about saying I, not saying we should. I'm just saying that, you know, there is no alternative other than what our responsibility is. Right. You know, now, our and and LT, you were we were talking about how some of the technology now is actually hindering law enforcement's well, actions. I still say that Officer Rayner with Daytona Beach, Daytona Beach Police Department, part of the reason why he was in the situation he was in and was overtaken and his gun taken and him shot was because of the new mentality 
of the officers today or the administration today that, oh, we have to be kinder, gentler, easier, nicer, everything else. And and when you give somebody an order, you know, give it to them again, give it to them again, give it to them again. Bullshit. When I was in my heyday out there, you, I always had a rule. You told a sober person once a lawful order clear and distinctly, and they understood it. You told a drunk person twice because they're drunk. Right. After that, they go to the ground, they go in handcuffs, and they go to jail for resisting an officer. I, I, I tell my students, you ask, you tell, you make. you make. And there you go. And and I think that the problem with society today is they are used to this wishy-washy bullshit administration of the law, and everybody gets five, six, seven, eight chances before the consequences are you're going to jail and that is why society is the way it is today. Nobody thinks law enforcement is going to do a freaking thing if they go out there and they tell them, F you, F you, F you, F you, F you. I don't care what you say, F you, and run around and jump around like a bunch of idiots. In the old days, if you did that, you'd have been told, sir, you need to leave. Sir, I told you to leave as I'm walking towards you, the old Gregory Stomp. <laughs> and then as he's not leaving, he goes to the ground. Yeah. And he goes to jail. Yep. And see you later. Have a good day. And bye-bye. But now it's, sir, you need to leave. Oh, well, I'm on camera, so I've got to stand here and take his bullshit. Sir, you need to leave. 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 And it's like, come on, man. What the yeah. hell are you doing? We just did a short on this. Yep. The guy was way too freaking nice to that motorcyclist that was obviously trying to get away. And then all the signs were there. Put it in gear, backed it up, trying to steer around the officer. If that was any one of us three, I'd have walked up there, turned the key off, pulled the key out of the ignition. And if he resisted me getting the key out of the ignition, he'd be off that him and the motorcycle would have been on the ground and he'd have been in handcuffs. Yeah, I mean, yep. he, he would have been on the ground so much yeah. sooner. And nobody would have got hurt or the chance of getting run over in traffic like what happened. Yep. It's just we have taken a side nowadays that is way too easy, way too lax, and everyone is scared of the justice system and being sued. Yep. And it pisses me you know, off when I see like, these videos. Sort of like a couple of – either a month or two ago, um, a guy was burglarizing a bunch of cars in Hillsborough County or Pinellas County, one of the two, you know, and he was being chased, he was being chased and all that stuff. He ended up getting caught and they're like, Oh, he, he was laughing. He's like, Oh, I'll be out in like two hours. Right. Like, um, you realize you're in Polk County, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not in Polk County. Am I? He's like, Oh yeah. We're yeah Polk I think County. he said, Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Cause Grady don't play. Yeah. yeah. There's so many cameras out there and people, and and so many people have never been told, never been put in their place. There was a, a never a, been told no. Right. No. That's Campbell sucker punching Lincoln Park officer Patrick Cutler. Told no. Yeah. And there was a video I mean, last year. Um, this woman is is right up in this officer's face, and he and she pushes him, and he knocks her ass out. And everybody's like, oh, good. What does that shirt I have say? Fuck around and find out. Yeah, but I, I, I think there's a fine line between doing it too quickly and waiting too long. You, you, and there but, is a fine line, yep. and you have to know that line. Thirty-five years, yeah. knock on wood, I never got hurt. Well, I got hurt, but not seriously hurt in the line of duty because I took care of business. Yeah, 
you got to take and care I, of business. You can't let people. Let my people take care of business. Yeah, you can't let people there. run you over. Um, all Actually, right. Yeah. All right. So old school, new school. Um, any last what thoughts? What are you? Do you right. believe oh, in yeah. old school? Do you believe in new school? Do you believe we should go back to? I'm and I'm not guess, whooping ass. I'm going to guess our viewers, old school fans. <laughs> and I'm not talking about, you know, no kind of Nazi crap, you know, where you go out there and you just run up on people and pummel them. We're not talking about that in any way. We're talking about when you tell them once or twice, if they don't comply, they, they go to jail. That's the old school we're talking about as to new school where you just go over and over and over and over and over. You sit there for 15 minutes. And our our society needs old school because it's been proven. Yeah, it's been proven. Crime rate is up here, ladies and gentlemen. Because because cops are not allowed to do their job. They are not. So old school, new school, we'd love to hear your comments. Please hit that like button. We really appreciate it. Hit that thumbs up. That really helps us out a lot. And subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Tell us we what really you appreciate it. Tell us what you think about the new equipment, the new video, the new audio. Amazing. Everything looks great. So, and at Surviving the Badge, we still, still got, got your six. six.